is found in the book of Psalms in Psalm 126. In Psalm 126, the psalmist said, The Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Do you know, dear friends, tonight in the meeting, so often whenever people give their testimony and so often when we preach the gospel, we say to men and women that are in their sin, you need to get saved, you need to repent of your sin, and you need to be born again, and that is so true. But I want to close this meeting by telling you some things that the people of God have that you don't have. Some things that Matthew Bloomer has and some things that Don has. Some things that I have. Some things that other believers in this meeting have. And if you're in this meeting and you're not saved, you don't have these things. The Lord hath done great things for us. We're off, we're glad. The first thing that I want to bring your attention to that the Lord has done for us is he has redeemed us by his blood. That word redeem means to be bought back and to be brought out. And you know, dear friends, tonight we couldn't close this meeting without talking about another man, the most perfect man that ever lived, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. And you know, on that center cross, says the Apostle Paul, he said that he gave himself a ransom for us. And the reason why Matthew could stand here tonight and even mention about those forces of demonic forces and unclean spirits is because the Lord Jesus Christ, he not only saves the soul, but I want you to get this tonight, he releases the chains. He breaks the chains. And no matter what change you may have in your life, maybe tonight you're involved in drink or drugs or self-harm or suicide. Maybe you're involved in witches' covens. I don't know what you could be involved in tonight, but I want to tell you that the Lord Jesus Christ can break the chains of sin. He can break the chains. Said the hymn writer of a bygone day, he breaks the power of cancelled sin and he sets the prisoner free. I wonder, are you free tonight? I wonder, are you free? You see, I can stand here in Matthew and Don, and you know what we could say? We could say together with our arms around one another, we could quote Psalm 126, The Lord hath done great things for us. We're off, we're glad. But not only was there the work of the redemption, you know, there's a work on that cross that took place, and it's described as the work of substitution. Do you know what a substitute is? Some of you men here tonight that are in, you watch your sport. And whenever they're playing and maybe there's a, there's somebody playing football or whatever sport they're involved in and someone will come on and take their place. And you know, in that dark, those dark hours of Calvary, there the Son of God, the Creator, the Sustainer, the one who knows all things, the one who knows every thought that ever went through your mind, every sin that you've ever committed, there on the cross of Calvary, oh, that you had grasped this truth tonight, there he became a substitute for you. There on the cross of Calvary, the poor could say, from the track he turned not back. That there is one who is willing to die in my stead. That a soul so unworthy should live. And the path to the cross he was willing to tread. All the sins of my life to forgive. 
They are kneeled to the cross. Oh, they are kneeled to the cross. He was a substitute for you. I wonder, have you ever discovered that? You see, that night that Don got saved, and that day that Matthew got saved, they discovered that the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, not only died for the world, but they discovered for themselves that he died for me. I wonder if you ever discovered But not only is there the work of redemption and the work of substitution, let me close by telling you something that we can say tonight as believers, that the Lord hath done great things for us, we're off, we're glad, and this is what it is tonight, and has warmed my heart all day. It's the truth of adoption. To be adopted into the family of God, And you know, I, like Matthew, could look back to a day in my life when I'd done with drink and drugs and all the rest of it, and even he was talking about his mess tonight. I did it as well. Just a child of the devil, as it were. Just on my way to a lost eternity. Just moments from going out into hell. But there was a day when I discovered that there on the cross that there was a Redeemer died for me. And you know what I did? I remember just getting down beside my bed and the tears coming out of my eyes with rings in my eyebrows and with blonde hair and cannabis before me. I just said, Lord, will you save me? I never seen an angel. I never heard a bang. But you know what happened? The chains fell off. My heart was free. I rose, went forth and followed thee. And that very moment, you know what happened to Stephen Riddle? He was adopted into the family of God. And when I think that God, his son, not sparing, I scarce can take it in, that on the cross my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin, then sings my soul. My Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. And you know we can say tonight the Lord hath done great things for us. We're off for glad. What about you tonight? Could you say that? Could you go home and put your head on the pillow tonight and pull the blankets around you and close your eyes and say, the Lord hath done great things for me. And I'm glad. Because you see, dear friends, tonight, no matter if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, no matter if you're as clean as a hound's tooth, no matter if you've been baptized or sprinkled, no matter if you're the greatest religious man in your home, let me tell you, if you haven't come to the Lord Jesus Christ, if you haven't come to the lowly Nazarene, the Son of God, and said, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, will you save me? Will you cleanse me? Will you set me free? If you have never had that experience, friends, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't even matter what you know or who you know. But when death will come, and it will come, the Lord Jesus said, if you die in your sin, where I am, ye cannot come. I would love to help you tonight. Our brother Bertie would love to help you. We would love to see you going home from this meeting tonight with the the burden of sin released, the shame gone. And friend, I say it almost every time in this pulpit, I'm so glad that I'm saved. So glad that I'm yours, Lord. So glad that I'm yours. But what about you? Oh, Mother, the Lord has done great things for you. 
Young man, tonight the Lord has done great things. And if you would come to him and repent of your sin and accept, you know what you would say? Ah, Stephen, the Lord there in Calvary, he has done great things for me. Whereof I'm glad. I'm glad. In the midst of all of the darkness and turmoil, he gives peace that passes all understanding. He gives joy unspeakable and full of glory. He gives that communion with him pressed down, shaken together and running over. The psalmist could say, my cup, it overflows. We're going to sing as we close tonight. I want you to get your hymn book and I want you to stand to your feet and I want you to really sing this out if you're saved. 369. 369. A wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. A wonderful Savior to me. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock where rivers of pleasure I see. And then our meeting's over. And if you want a word with Don or with Matthew, they'll be at the door in our cells. We're here to help you. But friends, don't leave this meeting tonight without being saved. Don't go out of this meeting tonight the same way that you came in. Get the matter of your soul salvation sorted. If he can save Matthew Bloomer, he can save you. If he can save Don, he can save you. If he can save Stephen Riddle, he can save you. Why not get saved tonight?